Hi, I'm Wayne Heinsohn, the pastor of Grace Church Australia. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. We hope it is inspirational and it equips you to make known the name of Jesus. You can stay connected with us during the week by going to gracegathering.online. So this week, I've been thinking about the state of the world when Jesus was born, when he came into the world, when God sent him into this world. Why did God choose his, to send his son, the hope of the world, our redeemer, into the world at that very moment in history? Why then, I thought. So I've titled today's message, The Hope of the World. And to start with, I wanted to share on the timing of Jesus' birth. We see... In the very first chapter of the New Testament, Matthew documents the genealogy. And at the end of that run of begots, 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 he states that from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile is another 14 generations. And from the Babylonian exile to the birth of Christ is 14 generations. God's timing is clearly appointed. He, he does things in timing. And for centuries before Jesus' birth, the Jewish people were under the oppression of foreign powers, such as the, the, the Persians, the Greeks, and the Romans, during which time they were surrounded by foreigners who partook in idolatrous worship of pagan gods and persecution of the, of the Jewish faith. And though the Jews are un, not unfamiliar with oppression for centuries before that, they longed for the promised prophesied Messiah to bring them freedom from the captivity and the occupation that they'd, they'd suffered. So when, when the time came that Jesus was born, the Jewish people had been under the Roman Empire for about 60 years. And even though the, they had the right to worship God in the synagogues and temples, they were still in consistent tension with Roman rule, Roman expectations, taxes, all of the patrolling. They were challenged in all areas of life. Because not only were the Jews living under Roman rule and observation, they also lived and strived to live according to the Jewish laws of Moses, which consisted of some 600 commandments. They walked a tightrope between the obligations of pleasing God and pleasing the Roman Empire. It would have been a difficult time to exist, being faced with so many rules and laws to abide by. It's hard to comprehend the suffering the Jews would have experienced being under that kind of tyrannical rule for so long. And praise God that I've never had to live under that. 
those kind of conditions. So it's hard to fully fathom the, the weight of their suffering. But as I was trying to imagine that, I was reminded of a particular time during COVID restrictions. During that time, we lived in a, an apartment building above a shopping center in Sydney. And we could see over our balcony into the shopping, outdoor area of the shopping center. And at certain times, there were groups of police patrolling back and forth the area outside of the, the shopping center to, because they were ensuring that you weren't loitering, hanging around, stopping, eating, things like that. You had to keep moving or you'd risk getting fined. When passing through the communal pool and, and garden area of our apartment complex, the security guards would pace back and forth, making sure no one was there to use the amenities or lingering too long. And often Amy would get questioned about it when she'd take our daughter out for a walk just to get out of the house. There were intense times for all of us for different reasons. But the reason I mention that today is because it was a time of life where we lived under restriction. During that time, we were all waiting for these restrictions to end. We were longing for them to end. We wanted our freedom back. The Jewish people were waiting and longing for their freedom for centuries. There may be areas in your life today that you still feel as though you're waiting for freedom and breakthrough in. No matter if it was the past or the present, no matter what the oppression is caused by or what type of restriction it might be, no matter what you're facing, no matter your struggle, God has a solution and his name is Jesus. The birth of Jesus was the birth of hope for the Jewish people. It was the birth of freedom. Jesus, the Messiah, was to be the solution to their oppression and he still is our solution today. You may find yourself in captivity in different areas, long-awaiting freedom, long-awaiting a promise. It could be a financial, physical, or mental health struggle, or it could be fulfillment of a long-awaited dream. Whatever the struggle may be, Jesus was not only the answer then, he still is today. Jesus is our hope for freedom. He is the hope of the world, and in him our freedom, our promise, our healing, and our breakthrough. When Jesus was born, there was a man named Simeon. And God had promised him that he would see the Messiah come before he died. And in Luke 2, chapter, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 25 to 32, we see how that all played out. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly awaiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and, he had, and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord, as the law required, 
Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Simeon received his promise from God. He held the promise in his arms. Like Simeon, we need to take hold of Jesus and profess he is our saviour. Simeon's life was fulfilled once he had grabbed hold of the promise. His promise was found in Jesus. Church, your long-awaited promise is found in Jesus. He is the one that will change everything. Where there is despair, heaviness, longing, now there is hope. He's the promised Messiah and he still is. The Jews longed for their saviour for so long. But the tragedy is that when he came, many didn't recognise it. As Christians, we would agree that the birth, death and resurrection of Christ are the most significant moments in history. But as the years go by, and we get further and further from Bible times, well-publicized, significant events, wars, terrorism, pandemics, many people either lose sight or have never known that our Savior exists who was born to bring hope to the world and overcome every burden that we face. It's prophesied in Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. Centuries, centuries, hundreds of years before this was was written before Jesus came. We don't need to live under the weight of the world and sin, striving to be approved by works. He came that we would have life and life abundantly and that we would live in freedom and he came to overthrow death and sickness He came to give us peace in difficult times. And every struggle the world has ever faced, he is still above them all. Jesus didn't just come to bring hope. He is hope. He's the personification of hope. And there's a moment when 
Jesus de- announces this or declares this, that he's the hope of the world, that he's, he has come. And it's in Luke 4, verse 16 to 21. And it reads, When he came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, he went to the, into the synagogue as he always did on the Sabbath. When Jesus came to the front to read the scriptures, he was handed the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he has anointed me to be hope for the poor, healing for the brokenhearted, and new eyes for the blind, and to preach to prisoners, you are set free. I have come to share the message of Jubilee, for the time of God's great acceptance has begun. After he read this and rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant and sat down, everyone stared at Jesus wondering what he was about to say. Then he added, Today, these scriptures come true in front of you. This prophetic scripture was read from Isaiah 61. And when he says, Today, these scriptures come true in front of you, he is saying that he himself is the fulfillment of these scriptures. He made his mission clear. His existence on earth is the fulfillment of hope for the poor, healing for the brokenhearted, new eyes for the blind, and freedom for the prisoners. And our acceptance by our Father God, all comes through Jesus. He was our solution then, and he is still our solution now. He in himself is the answer to all our needs. As the Jews were living in oppression, longing for their Savior, we too long for our Savior. And though his Holy Spirit, although, and though his Holy Spirit and his blood, we have access to him, through his blood, we have access to him, and the fulfillment of that prophecy still stands today. He is still the solution to all forms of captivity, mental health, financial pressure, relationship difficulties, healing. He is our hope and fulfillment. All of these needs are still found in him. But church, to walk in that freedom, we must recognize who he is and just how much power is in Jesus to transform our lives. Just like Simeon, we need to recognize who he truly is and take hold of him. Simeon had waited to see the promised Messiah and his life was fulfilled in holding Jesus. We need to take hold of Jesus and declaring who he is in our lives is what 
leads to fulfillment in our lives. Everything is fulfilled in him. When Simeon held baby Jesus in his arms and looked at him, he declared who he was. It was promised that he would see the Messiah, but it was in that moment when Jesus, baby Jesus was brought to the temple and he was called to the temple by the Holy Spirit to be at that point in time, the opportunity to hold a baby in, in, in temple. But the Holy Spirit was upon him and showed him that he was the Messiah. Church, as we hold on to Jesus and we look at Jesus and not take our eyes off him, we need to continue to proclaim who Jesus is. And there's fulfillment in that. Freedom in our lives comes from that place of keeping our eyes on Jesus, proclaiming who he is over our life. Simeon hadn't seen a shift yet. He was holding a baby, but he knew. At that point, just as a baby, but Simeon knew he was the son of God. Therefore, he would fulfill what was promised as the Messiah. So Simeon beheld Jesus as the solution, even before he saw the outworking of it. We need to, behold, we need to hold on to Jesus before we see the outworking of, of, of solutions and overcoming things in our lives. We reach out to Jesus in the hope of breakthrough and the hope of overcoming. So Simeon in beholding this solution, uh, Jesus as a solution, before he saw the outworking of it, it was that alone, and in that alone, Simeon had peace that brought him peace. God saw the suffering of his people, God saw the law was unachievable, so he sent them hope. God gave us all hope. Jesus is the hope of the world, and he is faithful to fulfill freedom in our life. Even if you can't see the outworking of it yet, Keep your eyes on Jesus. And in doing that, freedom will come. To hear more podcasts from Grace Church Australia, make sure you subscribe and stay connected by going to gracegathering.online.